Ticket Water Cooler. Brought to you by Culligan of Lincoln on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. This is the Ticket Water Cooler brought to you by Coligan Water here. Weekdays from 3 to 4 on 93.7. The Ticket is our last day with Big Sky on the water cooler. So we're sending them off well to northern Iowa um, to, uh, today. So it, it'll, it, we'll do most of that, though, in the next segment because we still have a few things to talk about. Running out the basketball conversation, I want to make sure you guys are heard. So thanks for contributing to the Sarder Heyman text line on 402 464 56 Eight five Scott in Stonebridge Creek says only three things matter or will make a difference in these coaches: the AD, the major donors slash boosters, and ticket sales. Fans can complain all they want, but if they truly want to be heard, they need to quit showing up at the stadium and PBA. Otherwise, nothing will happen. Buyouts are too big, and I, I think that is a good point. And that's usually when it happens, and that's why I thought the writing was on the wall for Frost, and things kind of turned that way, right? Um, while Trev Alberts was off at a wedding, I believe um, the the Purdue game just kind of. Got got out of hand. Nebraska was still uh, only two possessions down in the fourth quarter, and there was a mass exit. Uh, and I think that after that, that, that's usually the showing from the signs, the fans saying, yeah, this isn't it anymore. We're, we're done. We, we saw that against uh, Oklahoma State for Bill Callahan. You know, you, we've seen it before. Uh, Mike Riley, obviously. Uh, Ohio State. <laughs> Ohio State. Um, so, um, so that's why I think that, that they had to, you know, come out and say that this is our guy. And then and then Nebraska fans picked it up and said, oh, okay, yeah, we'll, we'll still pay $100 to get into the Iowa game then, <laughs> which was kind of surprising. Um, after I paid $10 to get into the Ohio State game, I didn't end up going to the Iowa game because that was a little expensive um, when you can do a game for $10 with Ohio State. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I think ultimately that uh, that is what, uh, what fans have to do if they really want to be heard. So that's a good point um, from Scott. I still don't know. I don't know. It, it, it'll be interesting to kind of follow the crowds at Pinnacle Bank Arena um, to see if the if it kind of it, it does start dwindling. But uh, uh, I think I think if fans were going yesterday, they'll probably continue to go. The ones that did, you know. I mean, well, I mean, there was a little bit of a draw yesterday beyond just the fact that it's uh, a bad uh, early start time on a weekday. I mean, LPS was off, so uh, you could get your weekend started off with the Husker basketball game. Going up against a rival, uh, Big Ten rival in Wisconsin, and you got the uh, the the native son Chuck Chucky Hepburn coming back for his first yeah, game at PBA good. as a member of the Badgers. So there's certainly some storylines that would have made yesterday interesting uh, for for anybody who might not have uh, wanted to go. I think it'll be interesting how people show up for some of the uh, lesser uh, lesser matchups that the Huskers are still projected to lose. Maybe not a marquee Big Ten team, but not necessarily not like a like Rutgers on Saturday. Well, who's thirteenth in the Big Ten right now? Uh, I think Penn State or maybe Minnesota. You, Penn State usually occupies that position, <laughs> <Right>. but <laughs> I know that they had a kind of a decent year last year, so I didn't want to just come out and say, "Let's just drop the hammer on the Nittany, Nittany Lions." Uh, but I think that it'll it'll be tough to draw people to a game that they don't think that the Huskers can maybe sneak a win. Uh, out in so Northwestern is the second worst team in the Big Ten Conference, uh, two and seven in conference, nine and nine overall. I, I don't think that's a team that Nebraska Nebraska fans 
are going to get out for because they're not playing good basketball themselves. And so you're going to watch two bottom-tier Big Ten teams, uh, and, and Nebraska still might get smacked around. So I don't think that, that I don't think there will be a large draw to that game. Now, you certainly want to go watch an Illinois, a Michigan State, an Ohio State, or a Purdue come to PBA because those are teams that could really make some noise in the tournament. You want to be able to say, hey, I saw that team live this year. They were really freaking good. So I, I I think I think it's going to totally depend on the the opponent at this point. Yeah, and and usually it does to a degree, but I'm surprised by that sometimes too. Like the the tickets, obviously you can get them for like two dollars to get into any game. So maybe I guess at this point it's not necessarily about whether you can get in or not. It's just about who is going in uh, or how many uh, do buy those uh, low level tickets that aren't you know one two bucks on the secondary market. You got to pay more taxes than the actual ticket price that you have to pay on those secondary markets. It's kind of funny. Um, other things going on uh, in in Nebraska land, I suppose. Um, two other Husker now headed to the NFL Combine. Uh, Cam uh, Taylor Britt was already uh, set to go, as well as JoJo Doman. Uh, then we learned now that Cam Jurgens and Austin Allen both getting the invite. Now the invitation is not an automatic you're going to get drafted sort of thing. I, th- I think more than a hundred players. There's like three. 250 players um, drafted every year are going to the, the Combine. Um, and I think like 100 that went to the Combine last year didn't make it or somewhere around those numbers. So it's it's not automatic. Well, there's a lot of guys who are kind of in that, you know, I'm currently a fifth round, fifth to sixth round pick. I could become a, a third round pick with a good performance or I could become an undrafted free agent with a bad performance. Right. And so you'll see a lot of guys like that that go out and have a, a bad combine day. It's a running back who runs a really slow 40 time or doesn't show very much agility. Offensive lineman who doesn't do the best bench press and then they talk, they basically talk teams out of them. Basically. Yeah, or so, bad interviews. Yeah, yeah anything, anything yep. can happen. Um, Cam Jurgens, we all expect to really um, you know, maybe boost his performance going through the combine. That's kind of where he stands out. Um, uh, or boost his draft talk, I should say. Austin Allen was making some uh, internet <laughs> video headlines, I suppose, the other day, making a great one-handed catch preparing um for the bull you know the uh the bowl game that he's in or whatever they call those uh, exhibition games for the seniors showing out or the guys uh preparing for the nfl draft so um it, it'll be exciting i think i think all those guys are on pace to get drafted uh you just kind of wonder how high i think austin allen i i'm still sticking with austin allen might be the highest drafted player from I, that group. I, I think it'll be cam jurgen oh, of the two that got the invite today i think of all four, actually, I'm going with Cam Jurgens is going to be the highest. He's rate, rated by uh, Mel Kuyper Jr. as the number four center in the draft. And that's easily early day two uh, area. You know, he could yeah. he could be a he'd be an early third round pick, I think. And uh, I, I just think he's going to test really well at the combine. Scott on the text line says he thinks that both Allen and Jurgens are going to do really well at the combine. And I, I agree with Scott. I think that those are two guys that are very athletically gifted and will – really show out and so i i'm expecting them to be the risers of of the combine as opposed to some players from other teams that might be you know having the bad performances that that talk teams out of drafting them yeah it, it'll be fascinating because i think uh, you know kind of jojo doman fits a, a nicer role moving on to the nfl similar role that he played here at nebraska so i think that that's a uh kind of an, an a need that some teams will want to fill out there. And, uh, and he made some plays particularly against Ohio state, um, that would be, you know, drawing the eyes. Um, so I, I think that the, you know, that he had his best game, you know, right before he was uh, done after that, I believe going through, through to the Wisconsin and Iowa game. But, um, you know, I, I'm just excited to see how, how many of these guys get drafted. It also makes you kind of pause and wonder, 
you know, is Nebraska bringing back that level of talent? Probably not. The amount of guys that they're getting drafted uh, this year hasn't been replicated for many years. And, and we'll, we'll wait and see. It might happen. But like four or five guys getting drafted is, is, has not been a common theme around Nebraska lately. So uh, it's kind of sad that that group banded together and, and, and kind of went out at three and nine because obviously there was a lot more potential there. And we saw that on the field. I'm not breaking any news there. But um, I, I just don't I, – that's part of my – that's the only part of – as captain – as I am captain kool-aid uh that is the part of the problem i have for buying into next season i love all the off-season moves they've made uh, i think it's, it's it makes it pretty exciting for what's coming forward but i don't know if they have the roster talent that they're gonna have this that they had this past year i'd say the main concern is probably who's replacing cam jurgens at center because that's one of the one positions on the roster that you can't point to a guy who you know is going to step up into that position and hopefully be able to perform at the same level because the the main guy that everyone's talking about at center is nuri Newly, and he hasn't played center in Nebraska yet, so we don't we don't even know what he looks like at that position. We know what he looks like as a guard, yeah, and he was fairly effective as a guard. But do we really want to live through three more years of snapping issues if he he, he can't figure <laughs> it out either? Well, so, I, hopefully the next guy is not dubbed as the next Dave Remington, so we won't have such a long leash if he doesn't. Uh, you would fix up his snap issues. You'd hope the people that make those kinds of statements would have learned from the last time that they made that <laughs> statement. Right. But I, I, I've seen crazier things happen at a podium before. My question for you, Bach, because I get giddy. I love draft, draft build oh, yeah. up and draft the draft. It's probably one of my fa- it's it's my favorite time as an NFL fan. Do you watch the combine? Uh, I do watch highlights of the combine. I, I and I, and if it's on, yeah, I mean we'll have it in the studio. I've watched it before. It's I, I wouldn't say it's appointment television all the time, but uh, especially if you want to see the Huskers, you like you like to check out the Huskers and what they're doing. I love pro day. I was able to go to the pro day with uh, Amir and Randy back in the day. That was awesome. I don't know if they'll have pro day th- this year. I, I I'm pretty sure that they'll have pro day because they didn't have it because of COVID the last year, right? So I I, I I'm. I, uh, on riffing with Raf, they had uh, uh, Kenny Wilhite on, mm-hmm. and he's in charge of setting all that up. And he said that he just updated the website on the NFL website on Wednesday about the Nebraska Pro Day. Oh, so there sweet. will be a Nebraska Pro Day, according to Kenny Wilhite on riffing with Raf and AD on Wednesday. Go listen to that interview if you uh, are looking for a little bit of podcast listening later. Great show. Uh, it was my, also my farewell with them this week. Yeah. Uh, but And they've got, in, for what it's worth, they've got one of the best shows on this station. I mean, they're really good. Um, and before them, too, Tom Osborne joined uh, the Teammates Mentoring Hour, too. So really good podcasting stuff to go back there on Wednesday if you if you want to check it out. Yeah, Wednesday was a, was a big night for uh, the station, but I love the Combine, and it is an appointment TV to me. I, I, <laughs> I, I, was, I was there at the, at the TV set when Khalil Mack was having oh, yeah. his day, and I, I saw the 40-yard dash that po- uh, just popped um, around the league, so... I, I love watching the draft. I like making my own mock drafts. I'm super into oh, that. Yeah. You know, I always you know got the Packers picking late round Huskers. Uh, I had Nate. I had <laughs> Nate Gary going to the Huskers and like the. You stuff do a that, full seven round mock draft. Well, for the Packers, I'll do a full seven. I'll do of oh. the first two for the entire league. My big, the big thing that I can claim is that uh, I, I I I did say I would take Patrick Mahomes as the number one overall quarterback that year. Uh, to my brother, and he can he can attest to that. That's a big that's a big statement. But my best one, the one I'm most proud of, is I looked at my brother and I said, and this was when the Packers didn't have Aaron Jones yet. This was the same draft. I, I looked at him and I said, "There's a kid out of Toledo. His name's Kareem Hunt. I think he's gonna be really good." Because <laughs> I would watch Maxion when I was doing my calculus homework nice. in high school. Yeah. I was like, "This guy's good. He, he's always like consistently good every time I watch him." And he's like, 
he's from Toledo. He's going to suck. He's the NFL leading rusher the very next year. So that's the one I'm going to claim. I'm not going to take the easy Patrick Mahomes one. That's not an easy one. I I'm thought taking, Patrick was an awful decision. I, for I'm the taking Chiefs. I'm taking Kareem Hunt. Yeah, I was always I was on Deshaun Watson board. I say they got to take Deshaun Watson over Patrick Mahomes. That's ridiculous. I, I was mean, wrong. Deshaun is still really good. Yeah, I, I, you uh, character is, issues aside. Th- yeah, character issues aside, neither of those two guys were bad picks. Right, but oh, Trubisky. <laughs> that that was not a good pick. Oh, he did get to the playoffs once, so I mean, something that was a little on. naggy magic. That was nothing to do with the MVP. Yeah, that's uh, kind of what uh, the Forty Nine ers going with Jimmy G there. Did you have you caught up on the uh, the Mina Kimes? Yeah, uh, she doesn't like Jimmy Jeff G, Garcia. and 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 now everyone's either falling into the the Kimes camp or the Garoppolo camp. Yeah, well, it's Garcia basically. It's Jeff Garcia came out and ripped her for not having played football and not knowing oh. this and that. And you're just like, oh. all right, Garcia, good 2003 take. Great, great. <laughs> there great. you are, stuck in the past again. I'm but, just, just going to not comment because I think Jimmy Garoppolo is good, but I don't like that take by Jeff Garcia. Yeah, I mean, it, it, he's solid, but obviously, the, what, what she was saying is that you don't have to, like, you don't have to be <laughs> an intellectual to see that his numbers. I mean, he threw a few picks there against the Packers. Like his numbers throughout the playoffs are not comparable to what like Stafford and Allen and Pahomes and those guys are doing for their team. It's obvious. He did, and then Garcia, you know, just kind of goes and attacks her based on her lack of playing experience. Well, at the end of the day, Garoppolo's on the precipice of making his second Super Bowl in his young career. So I don't think we should be too critical of the guy. We'll see about that precipice when Matt Stafford and Aaron (laughs) Donald run through him this Sunday. We'll see what happens there. Uh, we got to take a quick break. When we come back, uh, we'll send off uh, Big Sky with a little – little talk about Herbie. He's got a new look, and it's uh, probably better in the long run. <laughs> he thinks that Nebraska's number one. Uh, so that's uh, – that, I don't know if that's uh, right, but at least he thinks Nebraska's number one, and it's a better look for the, the old Herbie moving forward into the future. We'll talk about that next year on uh, the Ticket Water Cooler, brought to you by Coligan Water.